how do we answer questions which try to disprove through logic the existence of God? So let's say, can God create a store which he cannot lift? So, now Prabhupada gave one simple answer to this. He said, he will create a stone which he cannot lift and then he will lift it. Because that is the meaning of God. God can do everything. So at one level he can create a thing which he cannot lift. At next level he can expand his energy and he will lift it. That is one level of explanation. But another important point to understand is these sort of questions misunderstanding the nature of God. See, God is not just another being or another thing in the universe in competition with the rest of the things. God is the ground of all being. He is the reason why everything is exists. In 10.14, the Bhagavad Gita says that the spirit that for everything that exists, I am the same. So, there is this one conception of God, like this conception of God comes especially because we have deities. Deity is one thing in the room, and the mic is another thing in the room, the table is another thing in the room. So we start thinking of God also as just another thing. But this is a very simplistic and misunderstood and misleading conception of God. God is not just another thing among the many things in the world. He is the source of everything. What does that mean? He is the source of everything. What it means essentially is that His nature is entirely different from the nature of everything else. So, in principle, this is actually called in philosophy as the cosmological argument for the existence of God. What is this argument in simple terms? Everything that we see around us is finite and is temporary. This table is temporary, this mic is temporary, this room is temporary. So now, if I trace back to the origin of a temporary thing, I'll get another temporary thing. And I'll get another temporary thing. I'll get another temporary thing. Another temporary thing. And just go backward, backward, backward. Or just a chain of temporary things if I go backward, it just doesn't give us any meaningful conclusion. What it leads is this temporary thing backward, 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 it has to go, keep going on for infinity. Because everything is temporary. At the start of the temporary, if there is something, and if that is temporary, then it will require a start. You getting this point, what I am trying to say? If A comes from B, B comes from C, or Z comes from Y, Y comes from X, X comes from this, and you go backward, backward till A. Now, I have come to the first thing, and I say it is A. But A is also, but all of these are temporary. Z is temporary, Y is temporary, X is temporary, A is temporary. Then if A is temporary, then what was there before A? Something has to be there. So, if I go backwards in a chain of temporary things, that chain will, by necessity, never be able to end. Because if the chain ends, then there will be nothing. And then A needs to come from nothing, which is not possible, something coming from nothing. So essentially, it's like, I have a huge ladder, and there is a, there is a, there, I have a huge uh, building, okay, 100th floor, 99th floor, 28th floor, 7th floor, 8th floor, 6th floor, 1st floor, and there is no connection to the ground only. Yeah, 
how is the building existing? The whole building will collapse. So, for that to not happen, there has to be a ground on which everything else is there. Similarly, if the, the universe is filled with temporary things, and if a chain of temporary things is to end somewhere in something concrete, it has to end in something that is non temporary. Or the other possibility that chain never ends. That means the universe has to be eternal. So that the one temporary, another temporary, another temporary, and it just goes on and on. But science itself, science itself told us quite clearly, you know, the universe is not eternal. The universe has had a beginning. That the universe is open, almost the humanity is open and more scientistic. So if the universe had a beginning, then that beginning has to be qualitatively different. The beginning state can launch another state in the universe. This is, uh, is the argument you do abstract, or is it clear what I am saying to you? If you have these temporary things, A, B, C, Z, Y, X to A, then you cannot stop at A because A will end. A will end means A will have a beginning. And what was there before the beginning of A? So, if I have a chain going from Z to A, and if A is the origin, then A has to be not temporary but eternal. So, when we say God is Sarvakaranakaran, the souls of everything, that means that God is not just another thing like the rest of the things of this world. God is the ground of all being. The being because of whom all being is possible. The being without him, nothing will be possible. So God is not... So by the, if you just take this argument seriously, the existence of God is not a possibility. The existence of God is the necessity for the existence of anything else. Nothing else will exist if I don't exist. Vinahomi, nothing will exist. So we shouldn't have the simplistic idea of God as just one being with. Yes, God has that manifestation also as a particular all attractive person. But God is also the omnipotent supreme being who pervades and sustains all of existence. So this philosophical principle and understanding this nature of God is very important. Otherwise, you can get caught in all sorts of uh, contradictions which arise because you don't understand it, nature. So, now can God create a stone which he cannot lift? This question assumes that God and the stone are almost like competitors in strength. <laughs> you know? So, maybe the stone will become stronger than God. But no, God is the being who is the source of the strength of everything. So, even if a giant stone is created, so, if, the, so, if God creates a stone which is huge, which is huge in terms of heaviness, so it's so heavy that God cannot lift it. So, the heaviness of that stone comes from God. You understand this point? The heaviness of that stone comes from God. And when God wants to lift that stone, He will remove the heaviness of that stone. <laughs> and He will lift it. You know, if some skeptical atheist accuses that Krishna lifted it over the nail, how could He have lifted it over the nail? He lifted it on His finger. 
So, you know, how did he find the center of gravity to keep the finger? <laughs> so, Krishna does not have to find the center of gravity because he is the source of gravity. So, when he wants, the law of gravity will act. Which is most of the time, that's how it works. But when he wants, he can suspend the law of gravity. And then, in fact, you know, Ananda Chapu describes that actually Krishna did not even feel any strain on his finger because Govardhan was not resting on his finger, Govardhan was floating above his finger. <laughs> Why? Because Govardhan is a devotee. And Govardhan did not want to strain Krishna's finger. So, now, this may not seem to make scientific sense for us, but the simple point is to understand God is not just another thing among the many things over here. God is the source of the existence of everything and God is the source of the existence of the qualities of everything. And therefore, the heaviness of the stone, which is supposed to be heavier than God, that heaviness comes from God. So when God wills it, God will give that heaviness. When God wills it, He will take away that heaviness. So, there are, uh, I'll conclude this answer with one more point. There is uh, this concept of logical impossibility. So, there are many questions which, come in, which we conceive as logically impossible and then, can God make a square rectangle? <laughs> if you say God can't make it, then there is something which God can't do. And therefore, it's not omnipotent. And then if you can make a square rectangle, you explain how you'll make it. <laughs> so, the problem here is that a logical impossibility is not an impossibility for God to do. It is an impossibility for us to comprehend how God will do it. <laughs> Logic is not a limitation for God. Logic is a limitation for us with our finite ways. So the logically impossible is also possible for God. But how it is possible is impossible for us to logically understand. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Any other questions?